Hey man, I am so excited. Hey, what's up, Mitchell? Dude, it's going well. How are you doing? Good, good, good man. I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for asking. Hosanna, <laughs> did you officially leave the associate ship or? I did. I am done. Uh, I am officially self-employed with... Uh, a practice being built. I was just wondering, man, uh, how'd it go, man? How was that whole process? How are you feeling now? Uh, it was good. It was kind of, I mean, anticlimactic. Um, it was kind of like, okay, well, see ya. And like, you just leave. And then um, it was fun that night. The spot I'm building my practice had a big, they call it the Sunset Market. And um, we just kind of, all my friends came out and kind of like celebrated. Um, and that market is where my new practice will be so we kind of all just went there hung out and like a lot of vendors came out um so it was really fun to to celebrate with some of my friends did you participate in the vendor thing or not really you just kind of like we're just living it up oh just just along for the ride in the future we will participate we'll do like booths and give out stuff and sell some dental supplies or something cool dude Um, so that's so cool they have they have um that stuff you know what i mean like, yeah, like dude, events. It's like, it's crazy cool. It's like your own marketing department. Yeah. Yeah. That's super awesome. So then how do you feel, man? Like now that you kind of don't have, you know, it's weird, weird, weird on Monday, like waking up and like, man, I don't have a job to go to. And I just got to, this is my practice now. And it's time to put all, all the effort into it and I work as hard as possible to get it up and running and open for business. So, um, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's kind of like a weird feeling of like you work three years for your boss and it's like, okay, well, see ya. And then you're off doing your own thing. Why did you choose now? Why didn't you say to yourself, like, cause you know how there's a lot of people who kind of like, I'm going to keep working my associateship until I break even. And then, yeah. you know? Yeah. That's a great question. Uh, for me, I just, I have a second job that I can work if I need to, like on a Friday or Saturday. Um, so I had that lined up, but I just wanted to invest all my time into my new practice and be as available as possible um, for patients to come see me, get to know the community I'm in and just kind of be full time because my other practice is about 45 minutes away. And so I know people that have done both. And if you have a great associateship that would guarantee uh, money to come out there and probably keep it but mine's the kind of eat what I kill so I kind of get paid mm-hmm. on what I produce and so it's like if I go out there for a day and it's like well all your patients canceled I'm like well <laughs> that's the day I could have been at my practice like marketing yeah. putting flies around getting to know people walking the hike and bike trails driving my little buggy around so um has that ever happened what like, all patients canceled I mean, I have, I, I have days where I show up and like I have a big schedule and then things happen and then the day doesn't end as well as I thought it would. Um, but um, my boss always calls them faith days. Um, my ex boss. Yeah. So. What's, what's protocol for that? Like, do you, did they have a protocol for that? Like if you were to go in and, or what would you do just normally? Like if, oh man, my whole schedule fell apart. I mean, I had so much to do for smile. So I'll just be like, okay, well, I guess I work on my practice today. Um, and I try to have a good attitude about it. I just try to do exams and try to do same day treatment and just try to fill my schedule as much as possible. Was your ex boss ever like, Hey man, why are you working on your practice when you should be, you know what I mean? Like when there was a no show or anything or not? Nah? Uh, no, he's, he was pretty awesome. We'd, we'd spitball ideas back and forth and be like, well, oh, do this. So, and we have a really good relationship. And so, um, this so good, yeah. man. 
This guy, where in, you said it's 45 minutes and you're in the Heights. So where was that? It's in a town called the Woodlands. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, a suburb up there. Dude, I remember when I was like super young going to Woodlands Mall and I was like, this is huge. Like, Yeah, bro, that Woodlands Mall. <laughs> I remember, do you remember, or I don't know if you've ever gone to West Oaks. I think it's West Oaks Mall. West Oaks City uh, Mall. I don't think I have. Oh, okay. Never mind. I don't know if anybody. <laughs> we have a lot of listeners who are like from Texas, and when you speak about something, they're like, "Oh man, I I know exactly where he's at." And I'm like, "Oh really? Yeah, yeah." yeah. So I was wondering about that. I'll hit. I'll hit. I'll hit a hardest in Texas then. <laughs> but what about the other listeners, man? So, uh, but awesome, man. So then now you finally officially left, and then how was the situation over there? You were at an event. Are people still like? You know, with masks yeah. and stuff or not? Uh, to be honest, Texas, like, I think a couple of weeks ago, I think we talked with Ashley. Um, mm-hmm. We're, like, legally, like, not enforced to wear masks anymore. I um, mean, I have the vaccine. And so, I mean, people were kind of wearing them, like, in, like, larger groupings, like, kind of walking around and stuff. But then it was kind of, like, hit or miss. Like, people put them around their below their nose, under their chin. You know, it's kind of almost like... Um, it's like a sign that you're trying to wear a mask, but you don't really need to wear a mask. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. I have a bandana around my mouth, my nose is out. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah, it was, it was pretty chill. I mean, we probably had over 150 people, 200 people come out to the event um, just walking around. It outside. doesn't scare you guys that, like, in other parts of the world, it's spiking back up and. Yeah, I mean, for me, I mean, we've seen it go up and down and up and down, and it's like, at some point, I mean, there's a vaccine out there just kind of be safe around people that are in a certain population base. Like, I mean, I had lunch today with one of my mentors. He's 80 years old. And the first thing he did, he ran up to me and gave me a big hug. I um, was mm-hmm. like, I haven't seen you in forever. And so I think, I mean, cases have gotten down. There's reports and there's yeah. fear projected in the media. And I think just kind of be safe and do what you're comfortable with. But in terms of like the future, I think we're kind of, coming out of it and um yeah there'll be definitely new changes in the dental office like we'll probably we're staying we're going to keep wearing masks and keep up the uh, the protocols and everything um but i think in general it's like yeah how awkward would it have been if like your mentor went up to you and you're like no 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 right let's just sit down it's like what yeah i've been like <laughs> like him and his wife came out there and like she has like dementia, and so she kind of sat with the, oh. the caretaker at the table next to us. And like, I don't know, man. And he's just like, man, I haven't seen a lot of people. Like, I missed you. I haven't seen you. I haven't literally seen him in a year. He's not a dentist or anything. He's just kind of like one of the guys that married us, and this is a super awesome dude. Um, just like a wealth of knowledge type of guy. Yeah, man. He's like, if you ever have problems, talk to him. He's like, ah, here's here's uh here's my life advice because I had plenty of it. Um, yeah, but it was just fun to see, and, and primarily in the suburbs in Texas. I think most people are just like, "Oh well, let's just resume normal life." I mean, restaurants yeah. in Houston and the Heights are packed. You know, like yeah. everyone's out. So yeah, that, that's that's what I'm like hearing. I feel like there's people, and then you still get those people who are like, "I don't know what's in the vaccines. I don't know if I should take them." You know what I mean? And then yeah, <laughs> you're kind of like, "Well, like you're what you're eating a cheese." Pizza. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like, do you know what you're eating every day? Yeah. You're like, I'm scared of the vaccine, but I eat McDonald's breakfast, lunch, and dinner, <laughs> and then top it off with a McFlurry, you know? 
Yeah. I mean, that's not to be uh, whatever. Yeah, I know. It's going down a rabbit hole. But I, I just think we're ready to kind of move on, and I think people can do what they want, and I'm just going to enjoy yeah, life. Yeah, in your practice, you have to – you do what you want to do. You know what I mean? And then if people – that's the only thing that I kind of like uh, think about sometimes is like if you were to say like, okay, we're going to mandate masks, right? Because I mean, obviously you've always kind of worn them anyways, right? Yeah. So then at the same time, it's just like more aware. People are more aware of it now, but then you're still going to get, I mean, I don't know. Will you still get people who are like, we don't need to wear these, you know? And then, uh, yeah. ah, man. That's a know? good point. I did have a conversation the other day with somebody about just like the demo office and what it's going to be like, like Texas, one of the first states to fully like, hey, we're done with the mask thing. Um, like, what is it like? So I feel like in your area, you would only get, like, a bad review if someone who was, like, say, like a 65-year-old that had cancer, very immunocompromised, like, comes into your office and it's, like, no one's wearing masks. There's people hugging. Like, I feel like she'd be like, okay, that wasn't very sanitary versus, like, someone who's, like, anti-mask walks in. And is like They're just trying to be safe for all the other patients. So I feel like that was, like, the mindset for me of like, hey, we're just going to keep this environment safe for everybody. And yeah. if someone is against wearing masks, then they're probably not going to write a bad review. They're probably going to be like, oh, well, they were extra precautious you know, because they're a doctor's office. So mm-hmm. that's how I feel about it. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Awesome, man. So what's been going on so far this week? Uh, we are, so this week I started with my uh, first employee. And so she started yesterday. Um and so we've been just kind of working, getting uh, our employee handbook finalized. I'm onboarding another employee on Monday. And so I'm getting everything ready for her. Um, I'm actually using for payroll a company called Gusto. Um, they've actually been, I've only used them for a day, but um, they've actually been <laughs> really helpful in terms of getting things set up. They give out all your W-4s, I-9s, all the forms you need. Um, so yeah, I've been kind of doing onboarding, um, getting my... Uh, paperwork aligned um and yeah probably like a freaking checklist of a million things to do still but like it gets smaller every day so. <laughs> it gets smaller <laughs> that's nice man why'd you go with gusto uh, i was actually listening to like a podcast i don't know which one it was i was actually listening to a demo podcast and then just a normal just like business podcast and both kind of said go with gusto you get three months free and um, give it a shot. And so I have a lot of other friends using it too. So yeah, I didn't really explore it. And I was like ADP and the other companies. Uh, my mom's an accountant, kind of gave me some ones. So yeah, I mean, they've been easy so far. And so. I think Gusto is the, what do they do again? You said they, the book payroll. Thing? Payroll. Yeah. Payroll. Uh-huh. Okay. Why? Because I know a lot of people just do like QuickBooks. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so bas- basically payroll is like, say you have an employee that works hourly, and they clock in every day. Then you take all the hours they work that you send to the payroll company and they withhold taxes, uh, state income tax if you have it, federal taxes, uh, workers' compensation. So all the taxes that get taken out of every paycheck are withhold from that company because I didn't really want to deal with that. Um, I think it's like $30 a month plus $6 an employee. So it's like, this is pretty cheap for not yeah. to, like if you did the taxes wrong and you owe at the end of the year because you weren't withholding and all this other crap. Um, Dude, yeah, that'd so. be the worst, like to get an audit in the middle of like everything, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's happening. <laughs> hey, so you just brought on the new employee. Break down to us, how does your employee manual look? Like what, if we were to want to be like, 
can I have it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. can you break down to us how it, how it is? Yeah, so basically the first page is just like, hey, this is our office. It has kind of like, it's almost like when you do your lease, like you sign a document called an LOI. Mm-hmm. And it's basically like the terms that you all agree to. And they're very just bullet point, kind of just a set list of kind of the basics of the lease that you're about to go through. That's a million pages. Um, and so it's just basically about 10 to 15 bullet points of um, we're team office hours when we start, what to expect, what to wear, um, what you'll be given, snacks, um, and just like keeping the area clean. And then like, welcome to Smile. We're excited to have you and have some fun um, with our mission statement on there as well. Uh-huh. That's the first page, right? Like the welcome. Yeah, it's like welcome to our office. And then, so then it goes into like our employee handbook that goes like, to each person, their specific role, what kind of we've talked about, um, I expect from them in the office, um, our company values, we have them all listed. And so they kind of know exactly what we prioritize at Smile. And it's just like basically a lot of boring stuff like office conduct, dress code uniforms, just things that if you ever have to address it in the future, it's good to have it in writing and good to say, oh, well, you signed that you wouldn't have five inch nails um, working the, the computers in the front you know like yeah cleanliness making sure everything looks very professional um all the front desk people are business casual and then fridays is kind of our casual day um but we're creating branded smile merchandise like clothing hoodies drop tees that will be like our friday casual wear so it'll be kind of like a a smile day um so that's like a day where it's casual but like i'm telling you what to wear kind of casual yeah I call it a branded casual. Branded casual. Okay, that's cool, man. Okay. And, so, uh-huh. um, and then moving forward, um, basically like small things of like don't chew gum around patients. Like don't have a very strong perfume. Um, and like shampoo your hair. Keep like keep your beard clean if you have one. Um, and so just basically stuff that like may seem like common sense, but when you read through it, you're like, okay, like this is what our office is. So like, the chewing gum one, like, I just can't stand when someone's like, and they're talking and there's gum in their mouth. Like, I mean, I do it all the time. And I notice when I'm doing it, I'm like, oh gosh, I guess spit this out. Yeah. Um, or like when you're getting a cleaning and you're the dentist and it's like the dentist is just chewing gum and you can hear them. Like, oh, yeah. So that's kind of just like, it's all preference. I mean, I'm sure some people disagree with me. Um, and then basically like employee classifications, like, if you're an employee or you're a new employee, what happens after your first 90 days? Uh, what's the definition of a full-time versus part-time employee? Um, again, reiterating our office hours, um, like breaks throughout the day. What does it look like to take a break? Um, what do we, how do we keep the coffee bar clean? Um, you're not allowed to like go grab something from the coffee bar if a patient's in the, in the office. Um, and so that's what the, the back break room is for wait you explain what it looks like to take a break well it's like hey like breaks are important like we're giving you a break during the day um like you're every four hours of work you can have a 15 minute break um just kind of making sure like in break time is whether personal calls eating drinking personal things um it's only to be done in the lounge area um so basically common sense like hey go take a break Okay, cool. We all know what that means, but just kind of the nature of what does a break look like? Because yeah. as you grow, as you have more staff, it's good to have everything like, okay, um, 
this is what it looks like to take a break. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, oh, okay, minutes, yeah, fifteen minutes or or their hour lunch. This is what it looks like. Um, so, is this on top of the lunch or no? Uh, that's kind of debatable. Um, it's basically like if you need to take a break for a valid reason, or you didn't have a lunch, but if you do have a lunch, then you don't really have a break. Gotcha. So, that's written, right? Or uh, yeah, it's actually the very last point. So, okay. So that was, and how long is the lunch? Uh, thirty minutes to an hour. So basically, if you do a full an eight hour workday, that's fifteen minutes breaks. So that's a thirty minute lunch. Um, and so that's kind of how we figured it. So I figured an hour is really long time for lunch. So my max is kind of thirty minutes. But I mean, if it's a slower day and they want to take an hour, they kind of gotta. Yeah. Play with the schedule, see how it works. Gotcha. That's specific, man. I like that. That's really good. Because then I would have been like, oh, you know what? I, I, you didn't say I can take a lunch and not a break. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. You know? So that's kind of like the two. Um, okay. Then basically like time clock, like make sure you clock in and out. Um, if you don't, you got to kind of backtrack your hours. Like what does it look like to get time off? For me, it's like you got to submit a form about a month in advance for time off requests if you want to go on vacation it's got to be approved by the the manager and the doctor to make sure it works with the office and um like office security like the keys um just general stuff um like no one could be in the office alone um passwords or property of the practice um like oh, that's good, yeah. They're, they're like a new employee. You can't really enter the office without the office manager or doctor perm, like granting you permission. Just things to keep your office safe. Um, mm-hmm. For me, I have one that's like, it's not very stand up because I have that second story mezzanine loft area. I'm like, well, I have like a little hidden ladder to it. I'm like, smile is not responsible if you're goofing around on the ladder and something happens. <laughs> um, Something happens. And then for us, like parking, um, our area we leased in is very kind of strict on parking because they wouldn't leave as many spots for um, shoppers and people coming to the area. So we have designated parking spots outside of the little campus we're in. And so that's kind of in our, in our book paperwork that you must park offsite on campus. Um, and Oh, so you can't park in the parking lot of the mar- market location? Uh, now we can, but in the future we can't. I guess very tentative, but in the, once I'm open, reserve spots in a, in a covered parking, but everywhere else, they have to park in the designated staff parking lots. Patients can park there though, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So okay. we want to we leave it open for people can come in and have easy park parking and not be cluttered with 150 staff for all the tenants around. Gotcha, gotcha. So, I mean, your parking lot is pretty pretty big anyways, right? Yeah, it's huge, okay. especially, for the, especially for the heights. Dude, yeah, that's good. That's because right now that's what that's the beef that Ashley's having with her parking spot. She only has like a couple spots. And oh, really? Yeah, oh, we yeah. have like fifty in front of our thing easily, oh, and then perfect all over. Um, gotcha, gotcha. It goes in like personal phones. Like I don't want my employees to have their phones on them during the day. Um, keep them in the back um, unless you're using it for like social media purposes or need an emergency call. Um, Yes, yeah, so it's kind of got a lot like confidentiality. All records are basically property of the practice. You can't like disclose any information about patients, uh, housekeeping, smoking, mm-hmm. how you'll get paid. Basically, we pay on a two month, pay on the fifth and the twentieth, and um, 
salary adjustments, the kind of how you'll get raises, how things go up. How do you, how would someone get raises? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Uh, a lot of people debate on it. Uh, I feel like raises should be evaluated on a year-to-year basis based on the performance of the employee. And so say they did an exceptional job and you saw them, say they were just the front desk and they answered phones and scheduled patients. Mm-hmm. And then over the year, they started kind of doing insurance, doing more managerial roles, making sure everything was good in the office and kind of taking more ownership. And then I feel like that is merit for a raise or talking to patients or comforting patients. And it's like, you should be valued for that. And so I'm always like, I want to kind of be the first one yearly, be like, hey, this is what I saw in you. This is why you deserve this raise, not just like an entitled raise where it's like, oh, every year inflation went up 3%. Let me give you a 3% raise, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's kind of my philosophy. How are you going to determine the amount of the raise? Well, it's kind of case by case and say like, say I was paying someone $15 an hour to be a front desk and then they did a freaking awesome job or say six months into it, they're absolutely crushing it. And they're like calling all the patients. Everyone loves them. Like, Hey, like, want to bump you up a dollar this this next month and then if you can keep doing this there's more incentive to get increases in your pay gotcha gotcha so it's not like somebody's shooting for like a ten dollar uh an hour raise you know what i mean oh yeah it's very subtle it's like oh you earned this here you go like it's pretty but it's cool. not like too small where it's like did you see that five cent Raise. Uh, I'm going to raise you from 15 to $15 and 10 cents. <laughs> Enjoy your one more thing of milk you can buy this month. <laughs> one more thing of milk you can buy. <laughs> Dude, my, my, um, um, my wife, she worked for a practice. I want to say a couple years ago, actually like maybe five or more years ago. And she was the front and like billing and insurance. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the lady or the practice owner was like, did you see your check? And my wife's like, what, what was on? Did something happen? She's like, did you see, I added 50 cents more to your, to your um, hourly or something like that. I think it was 50 or 15 cents more. Mm-hmm. And my wife's like, oh, wow. Thanks. That's thanks. <laughs> cool. Another thing of milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yeah, that's cool, man. Okay. So is that basically the whole employee manual or? Uh, yeah, then there are tons of more pages. Um, like performance reviews will be connect, conducted at minimum once a year. We'll have staff meetings. Like one, one big thing for me on it is like tardiness. Um, like if you're late, um, you'll get like written up and it'll go on the record. Um, unless we're talking today about the difference between an excuse and a reason. And so mm-hmm. say you're... 30 minutes late to the office because your tire blew out and you couldn't get to work. I and mean, that's a reason to be late. But if it's like, hey, I was late because I went out partying last night and I'm hungover and I didn't wake up in time. Like that's an excuse for like the difference on being written up for those two, two different reasons. Yeah. But I honestly, Mitchell, man, I'd be so surprised if someone was like that honest and said like, hey, man, I'm, I'm I know. Just late. No, I know. But then you like look at their eyes and they're like, ready. You're like, did you, did you get a flat tire? You know, it's just like, did I don't you? know. But even like today that my girl's like, Hey, I'm running late. There's a big rain last night and there's flooding. And so it's like, okay, like I understand like, yes, that's, that's a reason. But like if that happens three or four times and there's 
flooding, like that's an excuse because there's other ways that you know you should go to get to work on time. Or yeah. I don't know if I have a patient at eight, I'm like, well, it's raining. I should probably leave a little bit early. And so it's just kind of common sense things, but it's good to have in your manual about why you're yeah. late. What's that saying? They say like a mistake made more than once is a decision. So it's kind of like, uh, you're, you're now doing this on purpose. Little yeah. Bit. I haven't heard that one before, but it makes sense to me. Yeah. So the, she was the, your first day she was late already? No, second day. And I told her it's totally cool. We're kind of very casual right now because we're popping in and out. Um, so it's like not a good example, um, but it's just like an example in the future. Um, she texted me last night. I was like, yeah, it's cool. Um, but she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm late. And it was like five minutes. And like, oh. I'm like, not even there. Um, <laughs> so we're not, because <laughs> we're not working at our practice yet. We have like a, in our little tenant space, they have a called a tenant lounge, which is uh-huh. this really cool workspace we can go in and use. And they got like free kombucha, cold brew, all this stuff. So it's oh, like nice. really cool. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I can, I was kind of finished off. Like it's like jury duty. If you miss like excessive absences. So like say like each month you miss a day, you just don't show up. Like if you have four of those, like that's like grounds for it be, to be fired. So just, it looks like, what does it look like to be pregnant? Um, we do have like in their 401k insurance plan, but I'm not offering those initially to my employees. And so we kind of, took that out for a bit. So we're when, are you, to, when do you plan to start offering that? I revisit it in a year um, and see what it looks like to offer a 401k plan and health insurance. And so as a startup, it's not something that's high on my priority list. Yeah. And most of the people I've hired are like, okay, that's fine. Um, and so if it is a big deal, I would investigate further. Um, that's like a, like a really, really big, huge cherry on top if it was at the beginning. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, other than that, that, I mean, right now, I wouldn't worry. Yeah. I feel like it's something you can add to, like, incentivize, like, in the future. Like, hey, like, we're established and we can offer you these benefits. And I feel like if someone's going to work for a startup initially, they're bought into the startup and not what the benefits are. And so that's kind of how I, I see that. Got you, got you. So that's the whole manual then. Oh, there's some more. Uh, I mean, it's like dental care. Like, what does it look like for your immediate families to get dental care with us or if you're an employee so it's like basically free unless it's like a major procedure so talk to me about that because that that's that's tough right there man like if you were to be like hey my my great uncle's aunt um needs uh four implants what are we gonna do oh yeah so i have it defined that immediate family is defined as spouse or children so no uncles, aunts, second cousins, um, third uncles. And so how, yeah. how much of the like, okay, my husband or my wife can work can be done for free that you guys are allowing? Uh, basically anything with the lab bill, I uh, charge them 50%. And then anything that's just fillings or my time um, or cleaning, it's free. Nice, man. That's really, really good. And so... Okay. And, and they're like, oh, I got this done. It's a good marketing thing. If you get some feelings done and they're free, then they tell their friends and their friends come and concern. So it's just a good way to get back to your staff too, to like invest in their families um, and get to know them. Yeah, definitely. And you can make like videos, pictures and all this stuff out of it too. Yeah, they're great patients. Like if you did veneers or something on, they're great patients. Like, hey, we're going to do this case. We're going to document everything. We're going to take some videos and put them on the ground. 
And so, and they're like, okay, cool. Um, yeah. Okay. So then, then uh-huh. uh, like injuries, um, social security, continuing education, recertifications, um, like purchasing for assistance. So say they want to buy something over X amount of dollars, they have to get, because um, eventually the assistance will do all the ordering. Um, say it's over $250 for something, uh, like a piece of equipment that just needs approval um, that they can buy it. Um, grounds to, to be terminated, termination notice, and then at the very end, I didn't make this, the practice before me did, um, that I used to work at, but they basically have a patient experience model that basically goes through, like from the first moment that patient walks through the door to the very end, how to talk on the phone, um, how to have like apathy, financial concerns, basically like ammunition to have when a patient has a certain problem or a comment. Um, mm-hmm. So I won't go through it now, it's like seven pages, but um, wow. it's kind of cool if you're like a startup and you like have a way you want to have your patient experience like the, from the moment they walk in to the moment they leave on what it, they would want it to be like, write it down um, and then share it with your staff. Because one thing, you can have a vision for something and your staff can have a completely different vision and you want all the visions to be aligned so you provide the same service to each patient that comes to the door. So say Sally comes in second week you're open, then Sally comes back six months for your her cleaning. It's the exact same experience that she had on her first visit. So yeah, and this then, is a good, good way to do it. So then this whole meeting that you had with your employee the first day, it was kind of like, a, hey, what's up? We're all going to sit down right now and, and review this manual. Together. Yeah, let's kind of like let's take this template and make it personalized and make it ours. And, um, and yeah, that's kind of what we did. And then we had some other meetings and just kind of talked about what we want and what we expect. And uh, yeah, and then today um, she was just typing away and getting that done. And we did a lot of open dental training, uh, just watching YouTube videos on how to work open dental. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so. It's kind of that's kind of our day, and then I left and did a bunch of errands and came back, and she's still working. So that's good, man. That's, that's good. Cool. So then, right now this week, uh, let's jump into like the the practice side. What has been your favorite resource this week? Yeah, I really like my sales rep for Patterson. He's like done a great job of organizing all the supplies I need, connecting me with different companies that do like. Hufridi with instruments and forceps and Ivoclar with composites and light cures and everything. So he's done just a, a fantastic job of organizing and connecting me and then putting it all together into a way that I can see how much it's going to cost me um, to get my initial supplies. And um, yeah, so I've been really like thankful for him. We have a really good relationship. And um, what's his name? His name's Alan. He's a Patterson rep in oh. Houston. If, if, has it ever been the case where, like, he put all this together and you're like, nah, I'm going to go with somebody else? Or nah? Uh, I mean, Can that happen? happen? Or no? Can that even happen? I mean, I kind of told him initially, like, I wanted him to be my overall sales rep um, just because we get along really well. I mean, I've had sales meetings where I, like, don't really get along with the person or don't really like the product. I'm like, okay, like, I don't really want to buy that. Um, 
like you can be like guilted into buying something if they're like you should buy this like i bought you lunch like i don't have to buy this that's an expense for your company and i'm just like here to see what the best products and the most affordable products that i can use yeah so, i bought you lunch is there ever a thing where it's like hey man i like what you're selling i just don't like you uh <laughs> i've never said that i had one sales rep i didn't really like um but it was just like, we kind of just like fizzled out. And Why didn't you like that sales rep? I don't know. We just like didn't really get along very well. It just like wasn't like a connection of like, I really trust you and your product. And I feel like you'll, you'll be there. And like, if I need something tomorrow, like you'll figure it out. So you felt like he was just kind of going just to a, the sale? Yeah, just a sales guy. And just like, I mean, my brother's in sales. And so like, I don't fault them at all. And um, you didn't so feel yeah. like a connection. Yeah, it's like, I don't really want to just, like, do business with you. Um, so so you can, like, be selective about the people you want to sell you stuff because then if something goes wrong or you need something to buy, it's like, oh, I really trust this guy. I hope he made a really good product. Would you, would you buy from someone who, like, you got along extremely well with them, but their product is not the best or it's way, like, too pricey? Oh, yeah, I mean, even Alan, I was like, hey, dude, I'm not going to buy this from you because I'm going to buy it cheaper online. He's like, okay, cool. You know, I think... It's just like, just be straight up with them. Cause they're like, okay, I just want to get you what you need. You know, I'm not trying to sell you on stuff, even though they are, but then you can, at the end of the day, like you can decide what you want and what you don't want. Um, yeah. So it's the person, huh? For you, maybe for a lot of people, it's the person like, Hey man, just be cool. Don't try and sell. All the yeah. Time. Just like, I know I need stuff and I don't need to buy stuff. Like what do I, what do I need? Yeah. And I could buy it cheaper on net 32 sometimes, or um, I could buy it used on eBay and, or uh, Facebook, dental garage sale, whatever it is. Um, yeah. Sometimes, like, it's their business, too. And, like, I mean, I bought a, a nice ultrasonic scaler for him just because I was like, hey, dude, like, I know I need this. And I know this, I can get this cheaper somewhere else. But, like, thank you for all you've done for me. And I just want to buy this from you. So that's a yeah. cool way to, to get back. And as a startup, we have a loan for stuff, you know. Like, we have money to buy stuff. But not too much stuff, just the stuff you need. Yeah, um, especially right now, like. At the start. So then this week, what has been one of the biggest headaches, dental related or non-dental related this week? Yeah, I'm just ready for our, uh, our build-up to be done. You know, every day you kind of walk in there. I'm like, oh, like, I think initially, like you'll like start a practice and they'll build really fast and you won't see it because you'll be working all week at your other job and you'll come back on like a Saturday and be like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. Like they <laughs> put up metal and they cut the ground, the concrete, and, like, all this stuff. And then at the end, you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm here every day, and this thing still isn't done. Like, they haven't put this outlet where I need it. Um, yeah. And so I feel like it's just, like, I'm being more nitpicky, and I'm, like, just, like, ready for it to be done because we are still delayed because of the freeze. Um, I'm like, uh-huh. when's, this, when's this going in? When's this going in? <laughs> and so, but, uh, so yeah. yeah, it's been, like, one of those things. I'm just ready for it to be done because then I have all my – Kind of all the furniture I bought and all the kind of finishes that make the practice look super dope um, in my garage, and they're just like sitting there. I'm like, is he in there? You know, like yeah. I bought this neon sign, like it's like 40 inches by 40 inches, and I'm like, I want to put it on there so you can start marketing to all the people that go by. But I'm like, oh, I can't yet because someone's probably going to break it when they're doing the floors. And so, what is left? What else do I have to put? Uh, they got to do, so all my like, custom woodworking, like, we have a big wood wall, wood railings. Um, so a lot of the millwork is going in. I mean, it's not too much stuff left. It's just like, 
when is this going to get done? I want it to get done this week or at least by next week. Um, but it's just kind of, when you see it every single day, like, is this done yet? Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe I should watch a YouTube video on being an electrician and see if I can wire this. <laughs> no, yeah, right. I'm totally kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that, anybody. But uh, it was, it's kind of like that thing, man, where do, does your family live near you? Like your immediate family, your mom and dad or no? Uh, yeah, they're close by they're within okay. a couple, hour, couple hours now. Because I was going to say like, you know, I don't know if this is, maybe this is not with your family or maybe with somebody else, but like sometimes like your parents or something, you don't see them, you move away for like four years and then you come back, you're like, oh my gosh, you guys look so different, much older, you know? <laughs> but then if you're like living with them every day, you're like, I don't see it. I don't know. Yeah. The same always to me. You know? That's exactly how it will be. And so, um, yeah. but I did get some of my delivery units in today. So it's cool to see all my equipment start going in. But one thing that was really cool, I, I took a course on the Medit. So I'm using the Medit scanner. Um, oh. And so with Cateray and I mean, their customer support has been really awesome. I lost my power charger for it sometime in the hustle bustle. And I was like, hey, I don't have a power charger anymore. And they're like, okay, I'll overnight one to you. Wow. So they've been cool. Um, How much was it, the Medit? I think I got it for 16000 15 between fifteen and 16000 Did you um, do that rebate thing that Dental Hacks has going on? Yeah, I did a nifty, thrifty re- rebate. Oh, okay, okay. I thought it was a dental. Okay, the nifty, thrifty. Yeah, there's like a rebate, right? Where they give you... Like a $1,000 rebate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's been a... I haven't used it clinically yet, but just having it and having it ready and using it on models and using it on myself and on my wife has been kind of fun. So, I'm excited <laughs> to use it and I'm glad it wasn't like $40,000 for a whole prime scam system and yeah. everything. So, but. That's good, man. That's good. Awesome, man. So then what's next? What's next? Uh, man, tomorrow I'm just kind of going in there. I have my first meeting kind of onboarding with my insurance company, uh, Unlock the PPO. That's who I used. And so we're basically doing an onboarding 90-minute call about insurance, what to expect, how to submit, everything like that. Um, the girl I had hired, she has done insurance before, so she's familiar with all of it. And so we're kind of doing it together. And yeah, then we'll start doing insurance verifications, getting all of our patients we have scheduled in April um, verified with their insurance, get their breakdowns, estimates, everything like that, and uh, be ready to go for all the patients we have booked in April. It's kind of crazy. Nice, man. It's going to be exciting. All right, man. So then with that being said, sign is out. Thanks for having me. And this is the making of Smile Dentistry.